Welcome to the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Walker. This podcast is about my personal journey from being $25,000 in debt to getting to a million dollars of net worth by the age of 43. Follow along with my journey, implement the ideas, and let's do it together. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's get started. What's up, y'all? Welcome back, finally, to another episode of the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Walker. Today is September 3rd, 2021, and I think it was pretty much four months ago when I did the last episode, and um, I little did we know at that point, it was pretty much the top of the bull market so far. Uh, I do think we're going to go past that, but not uh, to get too far ahead. Anyway, it's just been so long. Um here's been my timeline since then. And uh, I did my last episode, I think at the beginning of May, and that was the night Elon Musk was going on Saturday Night Live. And it's crazy because that feels like so long ago. Um, We were kind of wondering how far, how high up Doge was going to go potentially to a dollar. Didn't really come close. And the interesting thing was after that, there was a lot of um, things that happened. So I went on a vacation. It was my official honeymoon. Uh, we, I got married back in September, but you know, we didn't travel until this past May. Uh, but yeah, so I took my honeymoon on while I was on my honeymoon, I was trying not to be on my phone too much, but all of a sudden, uh, this news comes out about China banning crypto. And then Elon Musk, uh, started going against crypto talking about things on Twitter about how it's bad for the environment and stuff like that. And it's crazy because I'm like, I've forgotten about all this at this point at now, but because of that, Bitcoin went from about 57,000 to about 30,000 30, in a matter of a few weeks. So, I mean, I, I remember that day just being like, what is happening? And I was like, well, I can't really sell now because that was so unexpected. I didn't really want to just jump out at that point because that's not really the best thing to do. But since that time, I was like, I'm just going to hold on and see where it goes from here. Uh, and it went choppy and kind of down for a long time. And at the same time, uh, we were at the peak season at my job. So I had less time, um, free time because I had to start using my free time to, you know, work on my job and catch up. So a lot of changes were happening, a lot of excuses. I know they don't really matter, uh, but I do apologize. I'm sorry that it's been four months since my last episode. Uh, my last reason that I didn't really do any episodes from now till then was because I really didn't even know how the market was going to go. And I was not ready to potentially put people in situations where, um, you know, I didn't know if the market was going to go back up or down. And I didn't want to be out here promoting crypto uh, as an investment for the short term, and then people get wrecked, you know, so I honestly had no idea what was going to happen. I knew I was personally holding and I should have done an episode just to say that. Um, But at the same time, you know, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So anyway, here we are. I do need to get back on it and be more consistent. I don't know about y'all, but I'm kind of pumped for fall coming up. Football season uh, officially starts tomorrow with college and then pro next weekend. So that's pretty awesome. And then we should get some cool weather. Uh, I was up in New York last weekend and then... It was a 73 on a Saturday, and uh, that was just awesome just to walk around. But um, I know New York just got some really bad weather, and uh, they're dealing with that right now. So I uh, just wanted to get back into that. Uh, this 
into this routine of doing these episodes. So uh, basically, since then, let's catch up on the crypto markets. Bitcoin is now at 50,000. It just broke 50,000 uh, today, and it touched it, I think, once. And it's just been a, a steady climb up uh, over the past few weeks, and altcoins are doing really well right now. So two things that I've done uh, recently have been um, I sold most of my Bitcoin. I still have, you know, 40% or so of what I had, um, but... Bitcoin to me, the return just uh, ROI potential just wasn't there as much. So because of that, um, you know, I actually moved into other projects. So I took uh, some extra money and put that into Cardano. That's up about a hundred percent since I got in. I think uh, I already had some Cardano since about thirty-three cents, and then I added more about the one twenty mark. And then added some more about the 270 mark just uh, from Bitcoin, because as you guys know, uh, Cardano has smart contracts coming out on September 12th. And so if you're not familiar, you know, it's buy the rumor, sell the news. So because of this, I think Cardano is going to keep going up for the next few next few days. And then about the 12th, I'll probably sell and get into another project. The one thing project that I never got in that I really wish I had money at that point to get in it was Solana. I wish I had gotten in around that $20, $30 mark because now it's at $140 today. That's a project I've liked for a while. I just, you know, I was like, I don't know what to sell and I don't have any extra money to invest right now. So anyway, um, I'm also on a new computer too. That's the other thing is I had that iMac and I was going to already plan on switching it out this year because the iMac that I had, you know, um, wasn't the best for making videos, but my mom said she needed a new computer and all she's going to do is uh, search or use the internet, basically just use Chrome and all that. So I was like, just take mine. Uh, Cause I think I was going to get about $150 from Apple for it. And so I was like, you know what, just take it. And if it doesn't work for you, then just, you know, um, you can buy a laptop, but she's probably going to buy like a three or $400 laptop and probably be good. But I was like, before you do that, just take this one and see if it works for you. So she likes it. But anyway, I'm on a, another computer. So now I kind of have to go through the routine of getting my whole uh, setup process back up because I had my music, I had my video kind of set up the way I wanted to do it. Uh, but now I got to kind of start back on all that. And so you might see some editing differences on this video. Um, from the last one. So that's what's been going on. Um, but yeah, so crypto, I'm, I'm almost, it was an interesting ride. I think I lost maybe 60% of my portfolio in a few days uh, because of that crash that happened. Um, and I was like, look, I'm not going to sell now. So it would have been perfect, awesome just to sell everything at the top, but you never really know when that's going to be. And then that was a dramatic uh, you know, leg down and I could have probably two to three X my positions, which would have been awesome, but just got to be happy with what you got. And now we're pretty much back uh, almost to where we were before. And um, I do think what's happening now is we we went back down and uh, there was some uh, manipulation by the financial cartels. Uh, I, you know, I'm just getting that info from BitBoy who I follow, but uh, I do, I know, we're going to be on this leg up for the next month um, or so, and then we'll see what happens after that. So I am potentially looking to take profits closer to the end of the month, depending on um, how the market's looking at that point. I do think it's, I do expect Bitcoin to probably get to 100K this year. 
and or get close to it. And some people are still talking about more, but I'm, I'm just kind of like waiting and seeing right now, because after this past few months, you never know what's going to happen. We were just looking so good for so long. And I didn't, when you see a chart going straight up, I was like, I don't know how this is going to continue, but everyone says we're supposed to go to 300 K this year. And so that's the interesting thing. You, um, you just expect it to happen somehow. And a lot of us, it's our first time on this bull cycle. So we don't really know what to expect, but we had that huge correction accumulated uh, again. And then, you know, basically we're on the next leg up. But I do think um, if you look at a chart like Chainlink, if you look at the all-time chart, there is a big spike um, back from June of last year until September. And then you see like it moved back down and correct. And I think that's what we're, we do that. We did that kind of just now where we get this huge spike up. I think there's going to be a similar thing to that where we get a spike, we get overextended and then it kind of settles back down and accumulates again. And then we have another spike and then it collects and settles and then go again. So I think we're going to see it go kind of crazy, uh, you know, from here on out. And then once we get to a point where things are just like insane euphoria, that's when it's probably time to get out. Uh, so as you can tell, or if you remember when, everyone was like, okay, Doge is like the next big thing. And like Elon Musk and everything just sounded like insane. When it, when it gets to that point, like where it seems like it's euphoria and insanity, like that's probably the best point to sell um, and then see what happens after that. But as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of Chainlink. So I like to look at the chart because it's a very, I think not predictable chart, but I think it's a very good chart to follow because it kind of has really clear patterns. Um, so yeah, but I am going to hold this Cardano. And then once we get closer to smart contract state, which is like nine days away, sell some of my Cardano and use that money to get a new setup. And so we'll see how the videos look after that. But the point of this episode today was just to check back in, let you guys know I, this is, I, I'm not stopping the channel. Uh, I think, you know, we're just actually getting started with um, the rest of this bull run. Plus, after this bull run, I want to go into a big um, routine with you guys on how to take a small amount and add it up like we talked about in other episodes over the over the course of the bear market until we get to the next bull market. And that's how we're going to make really good gains for the future and everybody can have life-changing amounts. So um, basically... One thing we've talked about too is that uh, back in the day, I was all trying to make money with sports betting. And out of all the times I bet on sports, I would say I only had about two or three good, good seasons of NFL plus March Madness. You know, I wasn't the best at college. I was not great at predicting that. I liked, to, I liked professional NFL more or NFL more because I felt like it was more easy to tell how teams were going to play. Uh, college was very up and down in my opinion. And then for basketball, I liked college better than NBA because college to me was more predictable because there's more defense. Um, and then the scores were lower, but um, you can kind of tell what teams were going to do a little bit more. But I wanted to do a challenge because investing was a game changer for me because I realized if I just start investing and stop gambling or betting, um, with betting, it's all or nothing. You know, you have a 50% or greater chance to lose most of the time. And it just seems like in the end, the house always wins because 
in the end, we're all humans and we're going to make human mistakes and we're going to let our emotions take over. When we get an, a loss, it's going to bother us so much. Like we're going to want to bet on something else just to get that money back because it, it, it makes us mad to lose. And so because we're humans and aren't the best at managing our emotions, and I'm one of the worst, I would say, as far as like being competitive, something I'm working on this year um, is, you know, just understanding that it doesn't matter if you win or lose as much, but like just uh, give your 100% effort and just focus on growth mindset. Uh, so that's kind of a thing that I'm looking at personally, um, but that's something for another day. Either way, um, I, I, that's how I think I would get off track a lot. And it's like you, you let your emotions get the best of you and you want to get the loss back and you just start betting on stuff that you shouldn't be betting on. And then in general, you're just betting on too many things. And over the course of doing that, you know, you're probably going to lose money. And it's kind of the same with investing. With investing, you have to pick your things that you want to do. Uh, or invest in and pick your specific projects or uh, stocks or whatever it is, and then just leave them alone. The more you try to move money around, the more you're probably going to make mistakes. And then if you move your money and the stock you moved your money away goes up, then you'll get emotional sometimes. And then you move your money into something else trying to get that money back. And that's, you know, the best thing is just to be uh, concise and have less things going on. So, what I actually wanted to do is because I, I love investing now compared to what I was doing in the past with trying to make money for, through sports betting and hardly ever being successful, I've seen how much, how much success I can have through investing. And I just want to do a challenge of just kind of taking $1,000 and saying, I'm going to invest $1,000 versus sports betting and putting $1,000 into an account and just tracking what I would be betting on or investing in. So just to be clear, I'm not actually sports betting um, since legal issues and stuff like that, but um, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna be actually investing this money either. I'm just gonna be tracking it and saying, hey, if I had taken $1,000 and used it for sports betting and $1,000 and used it for investing, what would be the difference at the end of football season uh, for these two? And so we'll kind of track that uh, throughout the season and see where we go. <laughs> so uh, starting off, it's college football week one, and I've looked at the games that I like, and I'm going to, I really like the beginning of college football season because they have um, non-conference games. <clears throat> Excuse me. And with the non-conference games, I feel like my strategy is to usually go for teams that are SEC because I've believed for a long time that the SEC was the best conference in college football and they have the highest level of talent. And that philosophy has kind of been proven out through the years as the um, SEC has won almost every championship over the past few years. And the teams that uh, beat them have been just Clemson, who is also like a team that gets a lot of Southern recruits as well. Um, and then uh, Ohio State as well one year, which that was a fun team, Cardale Jones. <clears throat> but so I looked at the games, and one of the big marquee matchups that's coming out this weekend is going to be Alabama at Miami, or it's going to be in Atlanta at the Falcon Stadium. And Alabama is currently minus 19 and a half points, so I would take Bama for 50 bucks. Um, 
And so with Bama, they would have to win by 20 for me to win that bet. So that'll be one bet that we would take. Okay. And then also Texas Tech is playing at NRG Stadium against Houston, U of H. And I do think Texas Tech is a more talented team than U of H. And right now they're um, looked at it. It's minus two and a half. I would take the money line on that. So I'd probably have to risk like 75 or so to win 50. And some of these might not always be perfectly exact. So this is just something I'm tracking. So try not to get too, um, you know, ticky tacky with it. This is just, we're looking at a general philosophy here. All right. The next one was, is going to be LSU and they are currently uh, minus three against UCLA. And that game is in LA, but I do think at the Rose Bowl, but I do think LSU is a more talented team. And again, we're going with the more talented team here, even though they are on the road, I do think LSU money line would be another bet that I would take. And that one's going to be risking 75 to win 50 again. And the last one, another non-conference matchup is going to be Georgia at Clemson. And that one is going to be played uh, at Bank of America Stadium uh, in Charlotte. So a lot of these are neutral site games where you have an SEC team versus a non-SEC team, uh, except for Texas Tech. But I do think in all these games, I'm just going with the team that um, has, I believe, the better talent. And it's a close line where they don't need to win by a lot. Oh, Georgia, sorry. Forgot to say uh, the line is three right now, minus three for Clemson. But I'm going to take uh, the three points and buy a half point to make Georgia plus three and a half there. So that one would risk 60 to win 50. So all in all, I'm risking about 270 bucks or so to win 200. And so we'll see how we do with those four after this Saturday. Um, and then, so all in all, we're going to risk uh, already 270 out of our $1,000. If we go 0 and 4, we've lost um, a third of our, or a quarter of our budget, um, you know, in the first week. So that wouldn't be good. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but this is just for fun. And then also for the investments we would want to make, we're starting today. <clears throat> and so I'm just going based on pricing that's uh, available today. So out of $1,000, our first investment would be our blue chip. We're going to take uh, $210 and invest in Cardano. So that would give us 70 Cardano at $3 a piece. Okay. The next investment would be Solana. And since I said I didn't get in that one, I still, you know, I don't know if it's going to keep going up, but it's just one invest one investment. We're going to put in $140 of fake money uh, into Solana. So do we, that would give us one Solana. Okay. And then with mana, as you guys know, I like that one too, Decentraland. That one is going to be um, $200 worth and they're $1 each today, interestingly, um, each mana token. So that gives us 200 mana. And then since we are doing uh, just play money as well, I want to get in XRP. I don't think XRP is an easy investment to get in. I don't know if it's available on any exchanges right now, but according to BitBoy Crypto, the uh, SEC lawsuit with XRP should be over soon and S XRP is looking to win or settle that lawsuit. So that would actually uh, let XRP get back on the publicly traded exchanges and then the price would shoot up. So we would actually go in $260 on that one. That's kind of like our, that's our biggest investment out of the five. Um, so if we got in at XRP right now is $1.30 a piece. So that would give us 200 XRP. 
And then our last one is kind of our long shot, uh, Stormex. That one is currently 0 0.035, 3.5 cents per Stormex token. But just a couple months ago, about during May or June, uh, I think I think it was May, Stormex hit about 10 cents each. And I think Stormex and XRP have the highest potential out of all these. Cardano might 2 to 3x, Solana might 2 to 3x the most, um, Mana could three to five X and then you got XRP and StormX who could five to 10 X or maybe even more. So I do feel excited about those investments. You know, we're taking some risk, but it's interesting to think about because we're, you would think 260 on XRP might be a big risk. We're risking that much on games that are a 50, 50 chance. Whereas I think XRP is a 50, 50 chance, but I'm leaning towards this being, you know, the risk reward is a lot better because if we win these games, um, one or all of them, you know, we'd win, we double our money, but with XRP, we could triple to 10 X our money, you know, potentially. So we'll see how that goes. And it's like, if you're risking 260 to win 200, uh, or you can risk 260 to win 2,600, what's the better risk? Yeah. Um, and XRP could be just as, good of a chance to succeed as these football games so we'll see i think you guys can tell which way i'm leaning as far as my bias but i'm going to do my best to make successful picks and see how long i can make this thousand dollars last and what i could turn that into so uh we'll see how this challenge goes and it's going to be back doing these so hopefully the editing is good on these and i can get some uh great new episodes for y'all and i appreciate you tuning in last thing i'll say is uh, if you can, I appreciate everyone who subscribed and stayed on. Uh, I still have the same amount of subscribers as I did when I paused, which was 37. So thank you for still being here. Uh, that's really nice of you to still stick around even though I wasn't posting. Um, if you can just hit that bell notification so you guys can see when I make new content and uh, tell your friends. So I'll try to be more consistent this time and I appreciate y'all tuning in. Have a great weekend.